0: Welcome to the PA Sprint Series Podcast, where we talk about saver Sprint Cars and showcase the drivers, teams, and history of the most competitive sprint car series in the country. I'm Stephanie Dodson, former driver and current announcer for the series, and I'm joined by Rod Ort, Regional Director, and Frank Berman, our in-house historian, reporter, and photographer. Coming up on this show, we'll recap what happened with saver Sprints across the nation and here at home with the PA Sprint Series. We'll also talk with guest Cassidy Kreitz, driver of the familiar 69K out of Sinking Spring, Pennsylvania. Welcome to the show. We're at the recap portion of our show, and of course I'm joined by Rod Ort and Frank Berman. And Frank, what do you have for us this week?
1: We got a few races for you this week, Stephanie. of course, we were not the only area that had to deal with weather last weekend. There were a few other races that were uh, were rained out, unfortunately. But uh, we got some racing, so let's go to it. And we'll start with our neighbors uh, over to the west, the Laurel Highlands Series. They were the only series in the country to run at two different tracks last weekend. They had a race at Clinton County on Friday night. And uh, Jeffrey Weaver, who, as we know, scored that really impressive first career way Saver win at Path Valley with us just a couple of weeks ago, then turned around and won at Clinton County, which is his home track. And once again, he finished ahead of Garrett Bard. So Jeffrey's got to be riding pretty high right now. Uh, yeah. This time, it's a little different than the story at Path Valley, uh, Weaver got a really, really big lead on the field early, and Bard started ninth, took quite a while to catch up, and then reeled him in at the end, but ran out of time, and, and Weaver got a almost two-second win, I think it was, in the 25-lap feature. Uh, Dylan Proctor finished third, Dakota Schweikert was fourth, and Matt Tebbs was fifth, and Ken Duke came home in sixth in uh, that race. And they had a pretty good field of cars up to Clinton County again. Good to see somebody uh, my of them. The most of them really. <laughs> yeah, well, they're, they're full of Schweikerts, no question. And uh, Dale finished, I think, farther down the top ten because he had won the first couple of races this year uh, out there. But on Sunday, the uh, race savers were at Bedford. They had a special show. Bedford ran twice this past weekend. And uh, it was Garrett Bard who just ran away from everybody at the Bedford track. Big win for Garrett. Cassidy Kreitz, who we will talk to shortly, uh, did her best to keep up. She scored a really strong second place, but uh, couldn't quite take it to the 95. Greg Dabrowski, Dylan Schatzer, and Ryan Lynn finished out the top five in the race at Bedford. Uh, by the way, if you want to give out kind of an iron driver award for last weekend, there were two drivers, Garrett Bard and John Wall, who ran three nights last weekend. They were at Clinton County Friday night, were with us at BAPS for as long as we were able to race on Saturday night, and then ran at Bedford on Sunday night.
0: That's what I was that trying to... Is- yeah, that's exactly what I was trying to research while you were talking, Frank, to see if there was any more besides those two. So that's interesting. It was those two that did all three.
1: Yeah, there were quite a few who ran two of the three nights. Some, you know, with us one night and then one of the other races. And then, of course, some of the Laurel Highlands guys ran both Friday and Sunday night. But but only two out of the whole field were in action every night. A long weekend. Yeah, how about that?
0: Well, I think they're both up there in the national point standing, so – Maybe they're, they're rank, trying to trying collect. To a,
1: them up. Yeah. yeah,
0: collect as many finishes as possible.
1: Yeah, yeah. John didn't have a good night at at Bedford, so um, didn't go quite as well for him as it did for Garrett. But they are both really trying hard and turning in some good finishes. Uh, unfortunately, the Allegheny Sprint Tour was supposed to run at Michael's Mercer Raceway on Saturday. That race was rained out. The Mid-Atlantic Sprint Series, though, got in a show at Delaware International Speedway and Tim Tanner Jr. came home with another win. Uh, he finished ahead of Jeff Gygus, Dave Brown, Eddie Wagner, and CJ Faison in the race over at Delaware. I think they had about uh, 15, 16 cars there. Both the Virginia Sprint Series and the Carolina Sprint Tour were off this past weekend. So we'll move, uh, start moving west The Ohio Thunder Race Saver Sprint Series had the same experience we did, unfortunately. Got the preliminary races in and then the rain hit. And so they were rained out. The Indiana Race Saver Series is actually in the first week of a two week lull on their schedule. Uh, They hope to be back after that. Indiana is one of the states that's really dealing with some COVID-19 restrictions. Uh, they even mentioned one track in particular when they were talking about their schedule this past week and said don't consider any of their dates in stone because it's just week week to week in terms of whether they can run. Uh, out in Kansas, it seems at this point a little bit less of a problem. The United Rebels Sprint Tour hosted the 305 Nationals at the Belleville High Banks in Kansas. And uh, they say this was an upset win. A driver named Adam Trimble from Pueblo, Colorado, won the finals. And they were on Sunday night because the race was scheduled for Saturday night and it was rained out on Saturday, but they did have the rain date. So they were able to get it in on Sunday. Stu Snyder and Luke Cranston followed the leader across the line. And that was a two night show on Friday night, The winner was Zach Blurton, and he won over J.D. Johnson and Stu Snyder, who had top three finishes both nights. And even though the the Belleville race was a big race, it drew cars from, I think, about 45 cars from several regions. Uh, There was racing in the Midwest besides, including at uh, Eagle Raceway in Nebraska, and of course, that's where the biggest race of all, the Race Saver Nationals, is coming up Labor Day weekend. But this past weekend, they still had 25 cars stay at home. Some of their drivers did go to Belleville, but uh, quite a few of them stuck around. And Adam Gullion of Lincoln, Nebraska, got the win over Gene Ackland and Jason Danley. And I've talked before about some of these tracks out in the Midwest. Having great names for their nights of racing, uh, Eagle this past weekend it was the Uncle Sam Slam.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Roger comes up with some good ones. <laughs> yeah,
1: I mean that's, that's good promotion. Any way you look at it, isn't that breakfast at Denny's? <laughs> <laughs> Never know. <laughs> the um, the Texas Sprint Series, which runs on the western side of Texas ran at Abilene Speedway on Saturday night, and Jeb Sessoms got the win there over Logan Sherb, Matt Etzelmiller, Zane Lawrence, and Colby Estes. They had a nice field, 21 cars. And uh, that was pretty close to it. The sprint series of Nebraska, sprint series of Oklahoma, Southern United Sprints all were off last weekend. The Oklahoma group has a big race coming up this weekend called the Lyndon Moss Memorial at Route 66 Speedway. Uh, down at the Southern United Sprints on the eastern side of Texas, they've been promoting a race coming up on asphalt in the Houston area. That race has now been moved back to October due to COVID-19 restrictions in Texas. And uh, and the last thing I'll mention is I found a new track that's, that's running our guys. Uh, I saw where Indiana had a race coming up, the Indiana Race Saver Series had a race coming up that was a match between Indiana Sprinters and Missouri Sprinters. And I thought, well, other than one race that the United Rebel Series ran across the river in Missouri, I haven't seen any races there. So I went and looked for them and I found uh, Lake Ozark Speedway, which is an IMCA track. Uh, They do not run Sprint cars, our sprint cars, every week, they run some other sprint divisions some weeks as well, but uh, they did have a race a couple of weeks ago, and a driver named Danny Clark won that one, so we'll keep an eye out for future races at uh, at Lake Ozark, maybe another track like this uh, West Texas Speedway in Lubbock, Texas, that I checked out with... Uh, with race saver earlier, and it turns out they're not really affiliated with a series or a region, but they do host races from time to time. I think they've yeah. got one coming. up. There are some
2: uh, race saver tracks. Um, in yeah. fact, they you know uh, with all the uh, tracks that IMCA has, um, it makes it uh, you know a good viable division to add uh, race saver sprint cars as part of the IMCA track.
1: Yeah, you, you see them combined several ways, and of course, out in the Midwest, also some of the race saver tracks are Power Eye sanctioned.
2: And yeah, so, yeah, they joined up with Power I, I think last winter or the winter before. Yeah. Um, so so just uh, different different ways. I think that race saver is growing. Yeah,
1: and it depends on what the the norms are in that part of the country, and and we see so we see a lot of tracks like like Eagle uh, Rogers Track, which is strictly IMCA divisions. A couple of them were strictly Power I divisions and some of them you know run a little bit of this and a little bit of that. But um, that's about what we've got. I looked at next weekend it's a fairly full schedule so we'll have another report then.
0: Thanks a lot Frank. As you were going through um, your report, I was checking out the national IMCA points, um, mm-hmm. trying to see if any of the drivers that you were mentioning in your results um, are in the top in national points. And of course, Tyler Juek, um is leading. Um, but I-, I talked; we talked before about Garrett Bard and John Walp, you know, doing a three three night weekend this past weekend. Well, um, as of July twenty sixth. Garrett Bard is sixth in the national points and John Walp is ninth. And we also have in the top 15 in 11th, Larry McVay, who he's now, now that mass mid Atlantic has been opening back up. He's kind of been splitting his time there. And also in 13th place, um, Doug Dotson. So, um, you know, we did get rained out this weekend, but it's cool that, you know, some of our drivers were able to go to Laurel Highlands uh, series and, get some shows in there and the heat races were were competitive at BAPS it was unfortunate that we got rained on right as the cars were pulling out for the feature there
1: it really did look like that was going to be a great show
2: (laughs) yeah they uh they they, at least they they tried um to you know keep keep things moving along there they had some other stuff planned and uh glad we got the you know glad we at least got set up for a feature and the guys could pick up another. You know, another race. Uh, pick up that feature later. Uh, you hate it when you go and you lose the whole night. Pit um, pass, gas, all that stuff. So,
0: mm-hmm.
2: um, uh, unfortunately, uh, uh, Dylan Dylan Schatzer scheduled to be on the pole. Goes back to school next week or the week after or something oh like God. that. He look like he's going to be able to 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 run that race. Uh, I see an absenteeism coming up here. Uh, you know we'll see uh, i don't know how that works with uh with college but uh well i think I he has to go
0: back for fall for for sports right or no oh maybe, right um, right
2: that's true yeah, yeah yeah
0: i think it's more so because of sports starting but who knows with covid maybe something i don't know if anything will get pushed back or not
1: yeah it's true uh, the colleges have canceled the, the fall sports season completely
0: yeah
1: well let's go race <laughs> him by then.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. uh, he's been doing well this season and uh uh full position at um you know BAPS, especially early in the night like that, probably probably a pretty competitive chance for him to pick up another win. But yeah. um, we'll see. Have to see. That race has officially been rescheduled for August 29th when we're there with Mass.
0: Oh, okay. Well, we're going to talk real soon here with a driver who has yet to pick up her first win, but she picked up a second, like Frank said, at Bedford. So why don't we go talk to Cassidy?
2: Okay. All
0: right. This week's guest is Cassidy Kreitz, driver of the number 69K out of Sinking Springs. Cassidy, welcome. Thanks for having me. So Cassidy, you've been busy, Uh, you just shared with me earlier that you're in your senior year of school, Um, that must look pretty different this year, you know, what, how is it balancing school and the racing, and I I hear there's a new marketing business now too.
3: Yeah, it's definitely different. Um, I've been back basically since March, they kind of kicked us off campus, so Zoom classes, and all that stuff. So right now I'm a senior, Um, for those who don't know, I go to Drexel University in Philadelphia and I'll actually be graduating uh, the first week of September. So for the past couple years, I've been going year round just to try and get done earlier and um, just get it over with basically. Um, So right now, I'm actually in the part store right now, but I've been doing a little bit of design work um, and I'm trying to expand that more just because then I get the flexibility to do kind of stuff my own way and still be here at the store and still be involved in racing.
0: Is the design stuff most like mostly for uh, racing teams and even some, maybe for your dad's parts business or what's the marketing for?
3: Yeah. So it's kind of for anything. Um, some of the main stuff that I do right now is just ads for like car dealerships and stuff like that. Um, I'm still here at the store every day, basically just answering the, the phone if the third line's ringing and nobody's answering <laughs> it and stuff like that. Um, I'm still doing stuff here. We are kind of changing our website a little bit, so we're getting parts online where you can order stuff online. Um, that's taking a while just because there's so many different items and stuff like that.
0: Sounds really busy if there's a third line that hasn't been answered. <laughs> Yeah,
3: everything always happens at once.
0: Oh, I'm sure. So no more commuting back and forth to Philly. Um, And then what is your major there? I would imagine it's in marketing.
3: Yeah, so I'm considered a marketing major. Um, It's in their business department. So I'm actually getting a bachelor's in business administration with a concentration or major in marketing.
0: Nice. Well, congratulations on your upcoming graduation. Thank
3: you. Yeah, I'm excited for it to be over. Um, I feel like I've been doing it for a while just because when I was in high school, I was still taking uh, classes at our local college here. So I've kind of been on this track for a long time.
0: Yeah, I remember you talking to me about that. That's awesome. Well, you certainly I'm have a lot. Hard. Yeah, she's a hard worker, and you have a lot going on <laughs> at home to keep you busy.
3: Yeah, yeah, we're definitely pretty busy, especially the past couple of weeks. Um, I feel like we've just been
0: racing so many times a week. So how how does that work? How do you guys uh, put together your schedule? Because I don't know if the rest of the world knows, but you have what many people would call the dream team with your dad being Donnie Kreitz Jr., uh, Hall of Famer, who um, now has Lance Deweese, another Hall of Famer, running his 410. And uh, <clears throat> um, so when you know, when your dad Donnie's not crewing for you, then you get Lance DeWeese crewing for you. You know, many people would be jealous of that combination. Um, But at the same time, that means you have to work around their schedule. So how do you go about putting a schedule together and running and helping your dad run this business?
3: Yeah, so normally in the beginning of the year, Lance will send over kind of like a preliminary schedule based on what we normally run and stuff like that. And then it'll go through a couple rounds of edits just to try and get to... Our number of races that we can run with him, and then we will look at those dates. And then I'll normally plan my races around his. So this year it's a little different just because a lot of races are popping up and stuff like that. So I've been really trying to find different ones, whether it's um, more Western PA or Sundays, stuff like that, just to try and get any race in. So yeah, um, Lance has been coming with like the past month um, wow. to help out. Yeah, so that started at Sealands Grove. My dad couldn't go because it was 410 Speed Week, and we were really, really busy here. Um, I think Lance ran like Friday, Saturday, and then Tuesday, and then went, had a streak going there of races. So um, me and him went there, and then he's been coming along to um,
0: So sign pole. You had your, uh, when it was interesting, so dad couldn't come along, you pick up Lance, and then you get your best finish of the season of second, so then you can't let Lance go. Is that how it works? Yeah,
2: who, who gets credit for second place uh, at Bedford last night? Well, yeah. Who was uh, the uh, crew chief assigned last night?
0: Um,
3: I think that goes completely to Lance's 13-year-old son who was there, he a <laughs> oh. <was>, um, <laughs> the new air pressure guru and four-wheeler guy. Well,
2: this this must be the next generation of the Dream Team coming uh, coming along here.
3: <laughs> yeah, it, it's nice, because Lance will bring him, so he has fun, and it's, um, it's nice because when Lance isn't racing, we're still all there, and he has some LD Shop customers in the past series, and I don't know about Out West, but in the 305s in general, so it's good mm-hmm. for him to be there, too.
0: Yeah, yeah that's true. That's really cool. Um, so I saw, I was looking at your history with the PA sprint series and you really haven't run Sealance Grove until this year. And it's your two strongest finishes within PA sprint series this year happen to be at Sealance Grove. Is there something about Sealance Grove that just clicks with you or?
3: Yeah. So I was never even there to watch a race or anything like that until last September, October, whenever they had that big 410 race. Um, so I don't know. I think you know, it just fell right. Like, when we went out for warmups the first time, I was fast. And then I think once you're comfortable and you're good the first time out, it just makes it so much easier. Um, I think I've also had, like, a lot of lucky breaks there, too. Um, In the beginning, I definitely wasn't drawing good, but now I've been on a good draw streak, which helps a lot. Um, For sure. Yeah, but I think I don't know. It's not really similar to Port Royal to me, but I think just the big tracks in general, I've been more comfortable at. Um, and I've ran, ran the most at Port Royal, which is definitely the closest in size. So I think that has something to do with it.
0: Yeah. I do notice that you tend to be more comfortable on the bigger tracks. You have your, I think your best finishes are there. And then Bedford is another big one and you have. Yeah.
2: yeah, that's pretty interesting too. Cause the, the, uh, you know, Donnie and, and uh, the 410 car, they don't race, uh those tracks a lot either. Um, you know, Donnie's always really, really strong at BAPS and um, you know, of course, well just about everywhere, but um, you know, it's uh it's neat that uh, you're able to get out and ace, you know, do really well at those other big tracks. Um I, I need to know is the uh is the hauler, is the, the truck hauler, is that officially done or I haven't yeah. seen it for a while.
3: So it blew up um, while we were all on this break thing from the virus. So it's done. Um, basically, it's at the point now where it would cost more to fix it than it's worth and a lot more to fix it than it's worth. Yeah. So luckily, we have some great partners um, in Genauer Plumbing, and they kind of got a setup for us where we can still get to the track um, for both of us, for both me and Lance, which is really good. Oh, that you is to,
0: helpful.
2: What's What's it like uh, What's it like racing with with mom and dad? I mean, uh, you're uh, you seem to be enjoying yourself, I and mean, the race saver a pretty family oriented thing. And I I think that um, you know I think I think your dad's having fun. Can you you know describe the the synergy there? I mean, do you do you, do, you, do you argue or um, <laughs> is, that, uh, is it all fun and games?
3: No, no, we don't argue. Um, it's, it's a good time really, um, you know, it's a nice, especially the series, it's, you know, no pressure sort of thing, just a nice family thing to do, you know, whether it's basically every other Saturday for us or however many times we run, um, it's definitely a nice thing to come to. And it's nice that we kind of get to race all the places that we're already familiar with. So, you know, it just it just fits really good.
2: Yeah, we're um, definitely uh, spoiled in Central PA with with good good race tracks, and and of course, you know we we we're also fortunate that we get spread around where where you have opportunities at all these, and then even some you know Mass has some some races at neat places, and and the opportunity to go to Bedford and out west. You know, are you gonna go to Lernerville sometime? Do you think?
3: Um. So I actually just put together. A tentative schedule for the rest of the year based on the races that have been announced so far. And I don't think so. I think um, there is a race at Wernerville that the Outlaws are at at the end of the year, but I think Lance is racing somewhere that they have us with the Outlaws out there. Um, I don't know where he's race. Oh, we might be at Seal's Grove that night.
2: Oh, that, okay. might be
3: that big race there. Yeah.
2: Oh, right. right. For both of us. Yeah. Well, it's too bad that four ten car's messing up your schedule. I know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, Cassie, it seems like you I, I just I really am always in awe of your the amount of talent and experience on your team I think would surpass like twenty teams together in our in our pit area between Lance Donnie and um you and everybody it's like it's incredible so I just think it looks like you're having fun it sounds like you're having fun so we're glad you can race with us whenever you can get to race with us
3: yeah it's definitely been a fun time especially um you know the last couple of weeks there's nothing else really going on so it's kind of nice just to get away and get to the track
0: yeah
2: yeah it's great it's great to have the, the 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 69k that we prefer uh at the racetrack
0: <laughs> and you're oh sorry.
1: This is Frank Cassidy. I just want to ask you now that you're uh, becoming a college graduate. Do you see the race schedule, your routine changing any after this year?
3: Um I'm not really sure yet. We we honestly go by week by week by week basically. Um so even though like I kind of have a plan for the rest of the year, it's More than likely. It changes, honestly, every day. Um, Our schedule does just based on sort of everybody's health and how Danny's feeling and stuff like that. So whether I um, add a race to my schedule or take one away and stuff like that. But I think it should probably be kind of similar, but we're not really sure yet. We'll take a look at the end of the year.
1: How about after this year? Um, Next year?
3: Yeah, we're not really sure yet. We honestly just take it week by week.
2: Mm-hmm. I think you should try to get out to the uh Ray Saver Nationals sometime, you know, drive past that Knoxville place. Uh you know, and uh and hit the Race Saber Nationals. It'd be uh I'm sure they'd be excited to have the sixty-nine K there. Uh, and it's quite an experience. We had Roger on the show last week. Um I guess, I guess, my, like, if I had a list tonight, could I order some parts, and then, you know, uh, uh, pick them up, at net? I'm just kidding,
0: yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say, as much as you're picking on her dad, he does really support the division,
2: <laughs> well, yeah, I, I, I mean, a lot of people may not know, but Donnie is a long-time friends with uh, French, French comes up every year for their chassis thing, I guess, yeah. due to his health, he's missed the last, uh, last couple, I think, but um, you know, and French is bad health. I, I, uh, I, he's, he's doing okay now. I guess he ran a forklift into a tree last week. Another story. But, um, <laughs> uh, you know, Donnie is checking in with French all the time. Is well aware of what's going on with Race Saver and, um, you know, my discussions with French about rules and some things that we do. Uh, we, we, I frequently uh, end up re- referencing, uh, you know, Donnie's thoughts on that. So, uh, really appreciate um donnie uh, support of race saver and you know bringing uh cassidy into this as, as a family team and and um you know showing everybody that uh that you know supportive uh support of race saver going along with the rules not being a you know uh you know a little league dead as you might say he's always been really cooperative and and friendly with everything and it's uh it's definitely been a good relationship
3: yeah, yeah, I think he's definitely having a lot of fun. Um, you know, when we come with the Race Saver guys, it's just it's really low key, it's you know, no pressure situation, and you're just there to have fun, which is the main thing.
2: Yep. Totally. Yep, absolutely.
0: Totally. Well, thanks for joining us tonight, Cassidy. Yeah, thanks for having me.
2: Great, yeah. thank you.
0: We'll see you at the races. Cool, see you this weekend. All right, bye. That was nice catching up with Cassidy. She has a 2016 and a 2019 um, Founders Cup win under her belt at Port Royal, which is the non-qualifier feature. But she's really getting close to her first win here now that she has two seconds.
2: Yeah, it uh, seems like, um, you know, it, and yeah, you could say all you want about the dream team, but, you know, this comes down to talent or the driver so much. And um, Cassidy is really, I think, uh, showing that in that, you know, she's – She's been improving and more and more steady, and and um, she's always been she's always been great, but she's getting getting really close um, and uh, can't be can't be long till she picks up that first win.
0: I agree, and she's gonna be in attendance this Saturday uh, for our special event at Port Royal. Um, and Rod, I know you had some things that you wanted to share about um, special events going on there.
2: Yeah, this week is uh, the week uh, they're honoring uh, Kurt Hershey, as many know. Kurt passed away earlier this year. Uh, engine builder uh, in many divisions, they wanted to make sure they uh, synced this up with, uh, you know, the late model division. I think that um, he obviously did a lot of work with that as well, and had a re- great uh, race saver engine program. We um, putting together uh, some sponsors and some, you know, uh, honorary uh, things going on um cg racing engines kevin glee and uh jimmy stanger um uh, said you know they want to give uh, uh 500 bucks in the purse and uh, another 100 bucks somewhere else so we're gonna we're gonna add that uh other 100 to the penn's valley hard charge make that 200 dollars and of course we look forward to penn's valley uh the meat, meat market goodies <laughs> this week but uh you know we're going to be honoring and you know and it just goes to show what kind of guy that uh kurt was a um, good friend to other engine builders and and um you know uh, kevin said to me you know um uh, they wanted to do whatever they could uh to, to honor him He's a good guy also uh, a blast from the past zach newman former champion pitching in um a uh a torsion bar a cleaner Uh, to the highest finishing Hershey engine and he'll kick in another 44 bucks if they they pick up the win we'll probably get some other other uh, you know sponsors to honor Kurt for this weekend so we're looking forward to that Um, another great show appreciate uh, Frank's uh, uh, review again and Stephanie all the hard work that you do uh, make this happen every week and um We'll uh, remind everybody to subscribe on iTunes, give us a rating, um, whatever whatever pod catcher you're using, and um, look forward to seeing you again next week. Thanks for letting us come out to play.